Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports this week and something a little different this week, something a little fun. We're going to maybe take a, a trip down memory lane and, uh, and get a little different perspective on things and joined by uh, a friend of mine that was a junior tennis doubles partner of mine. He, he held me up, I guess, many matches and uh, great to be joined by Jim Rosini in, in the Chicago area and Jim's a successful businessman and uh, grew up in the same town where I did. And Jim, thanks for coming on and, uh, and give my listeners a little idea of what you do in, in your company. Absolutely, Rick. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm the CEO of Workforce Engineering Solutions, and we provide labored engineering or engineered labor solutions for large workforces such as the Home Depots and the Dalmanis and the Sonys. It's kind of like a labor 2.0. It's, it's like the next iteration of labor solutions. So would you say you're a recruiter or staffer or what, uh, what's, without using fancy terms, what, uh, what kind, or, or all of the above? Well, I would say we're efficiency experts and okay. we manage the workforces. So we own the workforces. We have uh, permanent staff. We have um, contingent staff. However, we only make money when companies' efficiency improves. So if, if the company's having a bad day, and, and then we're going to have a bad day, we're going to lose money. If we're having a good day and the company's having a good day, we both make money. It's been wonderful last decade with this new revolutionary solution. Well, how has the last 12 months been, though? Have it, Some companies have, uh, have, have realized gains from it. Some have, uh, but you, we've been battling... Uh, you know, to get normalcy back? How has it impacted you guys? Well, uh, you know, it's really put a lot of stress on the order fulfillment. So your workforces in general are much harder to uh, recruit and retain. So you've really had to focus on innovative solutions. Additionally, there are a lot of uh, regulatory items that kind of keep the workers away. However, most of the companies I work with are um, essential, have been granted essential worker status. So we're starting to see it really come back to normal, and uh, the hiring has picked up substantially in the last quarter, thank goodness. Yeah, that's good. And, of course, Home Depot headquartered here in Atlanta and lots of employees, lots of opportunities, and uh, great to hear that. Good news. And um, as we, uh, we're talking here with, with Jim Rosini, and Jim, uh, um, little, uh, a little background, we grew up, uh, playing tennis together and people always ask me about uh, about my tennis uh, I, I get to uh, involved in tennis from from a different perspective now although uh, I get to play a little bit and uh, you know people are always trying to dig up funny things about me to uh, since I'm always talking with other people uh, any uh, and any good stories about me that you can remember we were kind of friends kind of rivals and uh, to me uh, looking back at it the way you know high school tennis was in Wisconsin and and in the springtime it uh, it's a, it's a lot of good memories and kind of a great time to uh, to be growing up and, and playing tennis it wasn't quite as serious as it is now that's true however that was the golden age of U.S. tennis so you know back in the late 70s early 80s um, you know you had uh, Jimmy Connors then you had Bjorn Borg then you had John McEnroe and I mean, our teams were, I think we had 80-plus people on our team. Um, you couldn't find it outdoor or indoor court. Uh, you know, 
it was wonderful having the rivalry. You're, you come from a great uh, family of tennis players. Your sister Chris was also uh, uh, excellent. Um, and, you know, we trotted the same path. You were a ranked junior. Uh, we were rivals in high school. I, I just thought it was a, a, the golden age of tennis for, for the U.S. And, you know, hopefully Jack Sock and some of these other up-and-coming uh, uh, juniors and, and young men will perform really well. But i got to tell you that the U.S. women's tennis seems to be very, very healthy. They're doing great. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you still follow tennis, play tennis, uh, uh, you know, a big part of our lives. And, and you're right, the women's are have uh, have eclipsed the men a little bit. Thanks to the, the longevity of the Williams sisters, I think they've been a big influence on, on other players. But, yeah, a great, uh, a great young crop of, of women's players that are, uh, you know, I get to, to go to a lot of tournaments and know a lot of these players are, are really hardworking and dedicated and, uh, you know, they almost take it as kind of uh, uh, a challenge that they don't get maybe as much press or hadn't got as much press as the men, and that's made them work harder. You know, I, I am envious of you. Um, the amount of tournaments and access you, ha- you have at this level in particular is unbelievable. But I think the Williams sisters ushered in, a, you know, an entire new generation of hungry, young, awesome women's tennis players. And, you know, Coco Goff and, and some of the other ones uh, get a lot of credit. But, you know, Kenan is really good. Brady's unbelievable. Anissa Roth, and she, she's going she's gonna to climb the rankings pretty quickly. So I'm excited on that front. And, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm super jealous of of how close you stayed to the game. And secondarily, yes, I still play. Um, you know, played state league uh, for years following high school. Uh, very, uh, very successful there. Uh, I had children, so I've kind of taken like 14 years off. But the last couple of years I got back into tennis. It's just a passion of mine. Great sport, great people, a lot of fun, very healthy. Love it. Yeah, as uh, as you mentioned, you come from a tennis family as well, and uh, and, and you're right. That's the tennis. I don't think tennis has done a good enough job marketing itself as a family sport. Um, you know, they they talk about it being a lifetime sport, which it is, but also uh, also great for the entire family to get out there, no matter what level you are. And uh, and and don't be too jealous, Jim. I've I, I've been uh, pegged by. Uh, in, in media pro-am matches by uh, Muguruza and uh, and Taylor Fritz and 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 I still have I still have the bruises to uh, to 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 show that off probably uh, when you get out they get competitive out there with uh, with media members or uh, or writers and, uh, and and it's fun but yeah those are uh, um, that that's some great uh, some great memories I have and I've been very fortunate and uh, um, I get to know, I know I made it when the Williams sisters and their dad uh, kind of knew me or, or recognized me from many events or uh, so that, I don't know if that's good or bad when the, the Williams sisters know you, but I, but, but I take it that's, it's gotta be okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I give the Williams sisters all the credit in the world. Um, you know, they started with a belief. Some people call them crazy. They realized the belief, and now they're going down as, you know, one is the GOAT, possibly. The other one is one of the best ever. But I will say this, uh, Rick. Uh, you, you're so humble. You may have some bruises. You may have some broken strings. You may, you know, your, your uh, ego may have been hit. But 
I believe I read that you uh, won one of those programs. Was that just uh, lucky, or what are you going to attribute that to? There's got to be a little skill there, right? Well, I, I try to be humble, but I did win it. They won at Indian Wells three years in a row, so uh, um, <laughs> with with different partners. So, so I won it first year with Kay Nishikori, who's not a bad player. And then, uh, and then I was envy. A lot of people were envious of me. I won it uh, the second year with Jeannie Bouchard, and then uh, and then won it the third year with Madison Keys. So those aren't oh my gosh. Th- those aren't bad partners. And then I lost, and then we lost the last year. My partner was, of course, con- the commentator Darren Cahill was my partner, and uh, they brought in a they brought in a ringer. To, to take me down finally and uh, this this lefty who uh, who was very good and uh, I lost in the finals the uh, the for, I was going for a four peat and it didn't happen oh my goodness that is unbelievable so uh, Cahill is dynamite I mean uh... that's some high level competition you know what what an unbelievable life you've led <laughs> I, it's a, it's been it's a lot of work. People think I'm off having fun, but they, they I put the fun parts up, but they don't you don't get to see uh, some of the other things. But maybe the highlight of that was when Jeannie Bouchard and I did win. She turned to me as we were uh, shaking hands, and she said to me, "You played better than me." Did you record that? Did you get that on tape anywhere? I, I don't have it on. I don't have it on tape, but I have it in, in, earmarked in my head. I still can hear the the words. And and she's seen me at at future events after that, and she and she actually does remember that. So she uh, we get a good laugh out of that. But uh, um, that's uh, that's. Luckily, like I said, I've been very fortunate, and uh, we we grew up kind of uh, as high tech as tennis is right now. We kind of grew up when maybe when tennis was starting to be more uh, tech advanced, uh, um, diff- the different rackets and strings and oversized and and uh, and different rackets. What uh, what's your opinion of the technology changes in tennis and uh, kind of where we were at in the 1980s and where we are at now? data guy by trade uh, and I remember when I was on the uh, state team we would travel around the top five in the state would travel around and they would actually record every single stroke every single serve every single you get a 20 page report um, and I loved it it was it was kind of uh, you know big data before big data was even uh, mentioned um, everything that they're doing now I think is fabulous uh, I, I think they're, they're relevant. I think they're ahead of many sports relative to the technology. Uh, I think it's important the way the um, players react to the technology, um, and they're accepting some of the technology, some of the line call technology, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I person, I'm personally a fan of the replay because it kind of puts a little bit of, uh, um, a, you know, a, a little bit of question in there, and you get multiple, uh, multiple times to challenge. However, now they're kind of moving towards uh, no replay. I think the Australian Open was just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, regardless, I like that. Number two, uh, the technology on the rackets, uh, they're fantastic, especially for someone that's getting up there in age. I, when I was younger, I used to really be a powerhouse. Now I need a little help. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 need a, <laughs> I need a little power behind these rackets. So I have a whole, you know, huge, uh, huge choice to make. Uh, relative to rackets and 
you know, I think it's such a beautiful game and it's played so fast and the evolution of the game with uh, the technology is unbelievable too. The doubles is not like the doubles we used to play, Rick. Holy smokes, it is a different game entirely. Yeah, with a lot of doubles specialists at the professional level, they really, uh, uh, guys like Rajiv Ram and, and Jamie Murray and, and those type of guys, they really take it to uh, to another level. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, what I like to say is, you know, when we were when we were coming up, there were bad rackets. There were rackets that were better than others. Now, uh, I don't think they make a bad racket now, especially the, you know, the big manufacturers. So uh, um, there's really, like you said, there's really a lot of choice and, and there's really a racket for everybody. And also there's actually probably more technology advances in the strings as well. So um, you can definitely get equipment that will uh, help your game. Yeah, yeah, and I also love, uh, you know, world team tennis and some of the direction that they're going to, to make the sport uh, more new, more relevant, to attract some of the youthful uh, spectators, because the next generation is going to make the success for tennis worldwide, and they need to keep doing that, so, you know, I, I like the direction they're going. And then lastly, I, I really think, um, you know, the women's, side of tennis has become so compelling and so good and you know now the the, the purse money's up uh, the revenue's up uh, the spectatorship numbers are up it, it's it's fantastic i love to see it yeah, it's, it's a good sport to watch, especially, like you said, on the women's side. It's uh, it's very competitive, very fun, um, lots of intangibles in there when you're dealing with women uh, playing, and uh, they hit the ball uh, super, uh, uh, super hard and very flush, very few mishits compared to the guys, and uh, it's just, uh, like you said, a great sport for for the entire family and and uh, wrapping up here with uh, with Jim Rosini kind of a trip down memory lane and uh, uh, Jim what uh, um, what what are you kind of looking for uh, forward to in in professional tennis or in in tennis in general and uh, a compliment to your family as well your mom was uh, such a dedicated fan and uh, always nice to me and, and enjoyed uh, uh, chatting with our family. And, you know, my mom passed away this fo- last fall, and she was a big fan of yours. She, uh, she loved how you uh, put the hammer down on people when you got the lead, uh, including me. And uh, it just was a uh, – uh, those, those windy March and April days uh, were, uh, were definitely – maybe we hated it at the time, but it's fun to look back at. change a thing um you know the tournaments that we went to the commitment we made um you know your family your your sister also was ranked um your parents love the game my whole family played i loved it you know what i'd really like to see you mentioned it earlier in our discussion i'd really like to see you know a, a, a marketing effort to get the family tennis um, back in it's always about the individual and about the stars and it's always going to be but when we grew up the whole family played i had four brothers and sisters that played my parents played we it was it was you know absolutely you couldn't get a court outdoors you couldn't get a court indoors um and for some reason i'm, I'm driving around the courts and the courts are empty 
And uh, the Nets aren't even up, uh, and it's it's uh, March 31st in Chicago land. Uh, we used to shovel snow off the courts. We started uh, March 15th, if you recall. Yep. And I remember shoveling snow off the courts. And, you know, I, I really think getting back to the, the, the nucleus, the, the, the foundation, the, the tennis is, is, is about um, – a lifelong sport. It's about sharing good times. It's about having a beer afterwards with your buddies. It's about, you know, all the different levels being able to play together. It's about, you know, so much more than just, you know, the, the, the top 10 or 15 in the world uh, marketing interest. And it, it can really change your life. It's so much uh, leadership is developed, integrity, it's a gentleman's sport, the history is wonderful. And I'd love to see it, you know, back on the rise. And, uh, you know, hopefully someday uh, we can see that. I think it is. Tennis participation has been up during the pandemic. And there's a lot of great sports out there. I'm happy to see kids playing any sports, uh, golf, baseball, um, sports like fishing have grown during the pandemic. Um, it's just great to be outside. And, you know, the uh, where you live, the... The, the summers are shorter, and uh, you got really got to make use of those nice days, and we did that, and uh, I'm more spoiled now in the, in the south. We have, uh, we, have, we have 300 nice days a year, so uh, um, it's, uh, it, it's a little different, but uh, still fun for everybody. Love coming back up to the Midwest. Uh, love chatting with you. We're going to do a little video chat to accompany this as well, and uh, Jim, thanks. Sure. thanks so much, and uh, one more plug for your company if you want. Engineering Solutions, um, Labor 2.0. Uh, if you want to really drive profit to the bottom line while increasing pay, increasing efficiency, driving quality, uh, start a new program with Workforce Engineering Solutions. Great. Love to see what you're doing. you got a great track record, and uh, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks, Rick. It's okay. been a pleasure. Thanks, Jim. Take care.